It's time for All Access with your host, Lord Roland Roland Turner and Armando Vasquez. We're going to take you behind the scenes and give you all access to the world of music, sports, and entertainment. This podcast is a free service of Global Entertainment Group and Media. Sharing this podcast is encouraged and appreciated. Be sure to send us your comments and questions. Now, sit back and get ready for All Access. funny that I've known you for like 30 years yep. and I've never known your full name. And tell, I never knew why. I never knew the Armand. It's Roland David Turner. But I go by Davey. But I always called you. You always Did call I call me, you Davey or Ron? Davey is all you've ever called me until up call here. You Davey, yeah. Because, you know, I, up here, I, so when I moved to Missouri about six or seven years ago, I decided to put Davey away for a while because. You know, living a rock and roll lifestyle can get crazy. So I went by rolling up here. Uh, Davy is not a, a cool name for a rock star. Davy sounds more like a, for a sitcom kind of guy. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so what do you want me to call you, you then? You know, Davy or Roland, whatever is comfortable okay. in our podcast. I'm going to tell you my full name, and then you have to repeat it five times real fast. Okay? Your full name is Armando. Where does Isaac come from? Okay, well, that's my middle name. It's Armando well, Isaac Vasquez. I'm going to explain to you. Okay. Okay, once I say my full name, mm-hmm. you know. And in Mexico, we use uh, uh, our father's uh, maiden name and our mother's maiden name. So my full name is Armando Isaac Vasquez Urrutia. Now, can you say that five times? Armando, I don't remember. I don't know what Armando, Armando Isaac, Isaac Vasquez, Vasquez Urrutia. Urrutia. Yeah. Okay, what is Arutia? That's my mom's name. Okay. Name. All right, cool. Well, now you know that. Well, everybody that's listening to our podcast. How can this uh, be possible? How can what be? That you didn't know that. Well, fuck, you didn't know my name either. I mean, we've been friends for 30 years. We lived in the same house, and you don't even know my, you didn't even know my name. You know what? Mm-hmm. what? I am ashamed. I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'm, I'm ashamed of Can well. we take a break right now? Mm-hmm. Take a, like, really take a lick. Do you really? Yeah, you made me nervous now. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I know this. I know that we've got, with our podcast, we're going to be talking about music and sports and just real life shit. And, uh, well, that's the name of our podcast. Yeah, called Real Life with uh, Davy and Isaac. Yeah. Our, Isaac our, and Davey. Our Roland and Armando. I like Isaac. Our Armando and Roland. I like Isaac and Davey. Do you? Like I, I was going alphabetically, in alphabetical order. <laughs> well, let's yeah. stay with the alphabetic uh, order. Armando, no, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Armando and Roland. <laughs> no, no. You're the host. No, no. We are co-host on this show. Okay. And, uh, you know, I do the morning show. Uh, at 95.1 and KDMO, and uh, I have a co-host there. But you're always on the show. You call in a lot. And now that you're moving uh, from Kansas City down here to Springfield, we'll be doing this podcast uh, five days a week. It'll be just like a morning show. It'll be a couple-hour show every day. We want everybody to tune in. And uh, I promise you, the stuff that we've got to talk about, uh, it'll keep you entertained. I believe so. Anyway. You, you're very ambitious, you know. Yeah, five, five days five a week's days a lot. Podcast. That's is. a lot of work. Well, I do five days a week morning you, show, you know, and I, that's a lot of work, too. Well, I'm a firm believer that that in this life, 
real life, as our show is called, yeah, um, you need to reduce the effort and maximize the income. So yeah. why are you going to make me work so hard? Well, uh, you know what? I think we got a lot to say. If we started today, uh, five years from now, we'll just cover the first year of all the stuff we went through 30 years ago. But we've got so much. Like Lords of Acid is out on tour right now. We're going to talk a lot about them. Uh, our buddies from Buck Cherry, they're out on tour. I just got through interviewing uh, Eric from Warrant, and they're out on tour. And we're going to play some and of we're that gonna play some, Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to be having a lot of people on the podcast. I know... Uh, and David, guess what? What's that? Just to let him know where we are originally, right here in the Midwest, is about to go crazy. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. The madness. Uh, yeah. It's about to start. Oh, absolutely. March Madness is at hand. And I have some of the greatest names in sport and experts on the subject line up for us to go crazy on the madness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I know that the listeners... Say madness. Say it. Say it. Madness. The madness. The madness. Okay, you got it. Finally. Yeah, right? Jeez. And the greatest thing about this compared to doing a morning show is we can sit outside and smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey and we can say whatever the fuck we want. Is that a tornado coming I, our I way know, right the now? wind has picked up. It's 60 degrees here in, uh, in Springfield, Missouri, and it was calm, and now the wind's blowing about 45 miles an hour which you can probably hear it on the podcast. As you know, this is Tornado Land. Yeah. We are in the middle of Tornado, tornado Alley. You know what? I, I, I don't like this. No, it's, it's boring, but it's so beautiful outside today. But anyhow, back to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, why don't you... Uh, we're, uh, we're still just recording away, and we're going to continue to uh, take this into the next But you level. didn't take me seriously when I told you that I really do got to go to the bathroom. Okay, well, I'm going to pause it up, and maybe we can take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. All right, we're back, and uh, I guess you took a piss break, huh? Man, I was nervous. Yeah? You got me all out of control with... I just didn't know how to react to the fact that we've known each other for 30 years. Yeah, and didn't know each other's full names. Um, Lords of Acid's out on tour. They did uh, Los Angeles last night. The night before that, they were in Phoenix. Uh, Tonight, I believe they're in San Diego. Where did they get the name from? Lords of Acid? Yeah. You know what? I I don't know. I'll have to ask Maurice. I'll have to ask Praga. That sounds profound. It sounds like uh, they've been somewhere we haven't. I don't know. i have to look that up. Let me give you a little background on Lords of Acid. Please do. You know Praga, Praga Khan. That's Maurice England. Uh He's the uh, founder of the band. It was him and Oliver Adams. And uh, he got his fame. He started out, you know, the way he got the name uh, Praga Khan was he was playing with some Indians, uh, you know, over in India playing music. And they gave him the name Praga Khan. Okay. Which is a fantastic name. Yeah. He gave me the name Roland Roland. You know, Lord Roland Roland. Okay. And, uh, but uh, anyway. Um, I mean, like from India, the country? Yeah, from the country, India. Oh, okay. Not the woo 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 Indians, but the real Indians. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I was you, you're going to make me be in, not politically correct and talk about, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I was anyway. scratching your forehead and I got confused <laughs> there for a minute. You know, he, uh, he wrote Mortal Kombat. Really? I didn't know, know He's that. the one that wrote Mortal Kombat for the video game. Mortal Kombat! That's Praga Khan. Okay. That's Maurice. Oh, so yeah. now he's with the Lords of oh, Acid. Yeah, he's formed, he created Lords of Acid. Yeah. But he is also... Do you think we can call him and ask him? Of course we can call him at any time. I well, mean, we should call him right we, now. We, we will call him. Um, he is on the tour bus, and when we take our next little segment break, I'll call him. 
see if I can get him on the podcast. You know what I'm thinking right now? What's that? I think we need help on this podcast. I think we need a secretary. So, uh, you know, like instead of you and I like making the phone calls, we need to have somebody. We need a producer in another well, room. No, 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 no. We don't need a producer, really, because yeah. I'm going to do that yeah, for okay. you, and you're going to do that for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. But we do need somebody to be like, hey, uh, Rosita, uh, please call. Uh, yeah, right. So and so. Yeah. You know, yeah, get, right. that, get, that, work. get the Rolodex. Get them on the phone. Get, get the Rolodex. Right? Yeah. Well, we're having yeah. snacks uh-huh. and, you know, cheese and so, all that good stuff. So, Praga Khan, uh, as a solo artist, he's from Belgium. He's he's like Elvis, dude. I mean, when I tell you in Europe, he's also one of the judges, like on American Idol, on the show they have over there. He is a huge star, really, and he is a musical genius, and he's one of the greatest guys I've ever worked with uh, in the entertainment industry. You know, I toured with him last year. Uh, I'm going to be doing something with him in fall this year. Um, he's just an amazing, uh, as as far as musician goes, he is a musical genius. As far as a person goes. He is my brother. He is incredible. I love him. He's my rock and roll brother. And uh, every time I'm around him or think about him or he texts me or I text him or, or we talk, I just smile on the inside. He's a great person. And there's so many people um, in this entertainment industry that I've been blessed to be able to, to tour with, play with, travel with. Um, you know, there's, there's people like, I, I want to get Aaron Neville on our podcast. I had a great time with him. Everybody in that band is amazing and fantastic. Of course, uh, I said we'll have Buck Cherry on here. We got Warrant coming on. Um, we're going to be getting, uh, I'm going to call, we're going to take a break here in just a second, and I'm going to call the tour bus and see who's awake. Because trust me, as being on tour, being in Lords of Acid last year, even though it is 325 in the afternoon here, over there it's only 125. And trust me, they were up all night. Partying like rock stars, brother. You can believe it. Okay, so aren't we going to be with them next weekend? Yes, we'll be with them a week from tomorrow in Kansas City. Okay, so we're going to be hanging out with the Lords. Yes, absolutely. We'll be on the bus. We'll do a segment from the bus. We'll do a a little segment on our podcast. Absolutely. And we'll ask them where the name comes from. But I'm going to try to get in touch with Dietrich or or Maurice right now, and Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I can get them on the podcast. Uh, maybe Sin Quirlin from uh, Ministry. He's doing the guitar work this year on this tour. On this stretch uh, uh-huh. tour, um, they're just great guys. So what I'm going to do is we'll take a quick break. I'll try to get in touch with somebody, and uh, we'll go from there. But you see, that's what we need a secretary. Yeah, but well, we don't have one. Well, we're going to get. Do you got a secretary in your pocket that I don't know about? Well, you. I tell you what. When and, we come back, yeah. I tell you exactly who's going to be. <laughs> yeah, okay. And gonna how we're going to do this. Yeah. No, well, our secretary. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm but I'm not going to tell you right now. I'll tell you after the break. You okay? take me after break. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. Stick around for our podcast. Uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, uh, Armando. Uh, this is the segment where we're going to be interviewing Warrant today. And uh, this is you know, what we do here at All Access. Roland, great talking to you again. It seems like forever. Yeah, like two minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, I'll tell you a little story about Warren. Back in the late 80s, I was an intern at a radio station in Kansas City. Right. The name of the station was 106.5 KXXR, New Rock. And it was towards the end of the glory days of the hair bands. Right. Yeah. Sort of like Nirvana already was 
kicking ass all over the place and and the pretty boys with the long hair and the makeup were just kind of fading away. Mm-hmm. But I was always a big fan of them. I, I mean, you know, some people thought they were cheesy. I thought they were great. Oh, where did the, da- the damn boys go? All yep. of that good stuff. Cherry pie. Yep. I cannot wait to hear the interview, Davey. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they came. Uh, we had them at our club uh, on the coast. And this is when my brother, uh, you know, Robbie, the one that's playing with Lone Star right now, uh, you know, his dad practically uh, raised me, so he's not my biological brother, but uh-huh. anyway, that's when uh, Robbie was playing in a band called Spin Dizzy, which was a, a hair a hair band, you know, out in L.A. And so Robbie was, being the guitar player? My my brother, this bass player for Lone Star. Gotcha. Yeah, so he was living in L.A., and he was good friends with Warrant. They came to our club and played a concert. And, you know, we bonded, and Janie and I, uh, we stayed in touch all through the years. Uh, he was a real dear friend of mine. Yeah, Janie, so, I never got to meet him personally. I might have shook his hand because, you know, when you're an intern for those radio stations, you're out there kind of hanging out with them, you know, but giving stickers and, you know, telling everybody about the news station. And, and I remember that we got uh, to meet him inside their tour bus. And uh, he seems to be a pretty laid-back kind of guy, you know. It's too bad that uh, that he left us. Sad that later on in life, uh, about a year before he died, he came back to Mobile, and uh, you know I was living on the coast, and um, they were going to do a show, and he had all of his long hair was cut off. He had a mohawk. He'd gained about sixty or seventy pounds. Yes, and, yes. Uh, he had a great voice. I just felt real bad for him. I really. It wasn't. He became a shadow of himself. It's like Elvis Presley towards the end. But I, I, well, I'm not familiar with the, the story about him uh, passing away and getting into a bad spot in life. Maybe you can share that with me later on. Yeah, I will. You know, and that's part of this show, All Access, is that we, uh, you know, we go behind the scenes. We tell the, the stories of what happened and the stories that we lived. Yeah. You know, I've been very fortunate to have played music with you know, numerous bands and been all over the planet with them and become really close friends. And um, so this interview coming up, uh, it's with Eric Turner from Warrant. So stick around. It'll be right here in just a second. FM, and I have Eric Turner from Warrant on the line. How are you today, Eric? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the air. I appreciate it. Well, it's, it's great to have you. You know, I'm a huge fan of your guys' music and always have been. And uh, it's great to see that you guys are out touring again. But before we get into that, what have you been doing? What you, what you been up to? Well, you know, we, uh, we put out a new CD in 2017 called Louder, Harder, Faster. And anybody's interested in checking it out, they obviously it's streaming everywhere online. Or you can go to louderharderfaster.com and check out the, uh, check out the CD and order the CD. We shot a couple videos for the for that CD. One's called the title track, Louder, Harder, Faster. You can find it on YouTube. And then we did a uh, Merle Haggard cover for the PBR.com. They asked us to cover awesome. a song called um, I Think I'll Just Stay Here and Drink. Yeah, I love it. That's great, right? Yeah, a lot of fun recording that song. And uh, we did a video with it with a lot of bull writing in it. And just, you know, they have a... Uh, they have a chain of PBR bars, and we filmed some stuff at the bars, and we filmed some stuff bull riding, and it's a, it's a real fun video. So nice. Check it out if you're listening. And we, you know, we 
we tour every year. Every year we do about 50 shows. Um, and we still love touring. And we're actually going to be not too far from you guys at the Buffalo Run Casino on Saturday, March 16th. So uh, come on out. Doors open at 7 p.m. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. We play all the all the hits. Probably play. We'll probably play 17 or 18 songs, and uh, 14 of them or so will be from the first, the first two records: "Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich" and "Cherry Pie," which it happens to be the 30-year anniversary of "Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich." So we're pretty much playing that entire CD, plus a bunch of stuff off "Cherry Pie." We we get into "Doggy Dog" a little bit. We um, we did a CD in 2011 called "Rockaholic." We play a song called "Dusty's Revenge." Mm-hmm. Off that track, which is uh, which they play almost every night on the PBR tour, which is really uh, an honor for us. So um, yeah, things are things are good, man. We're still uh, chasing the dream. That's great, man. I'm glad to see you guys are out touring. Uh, your fan base. I know it's it's my age group, and you know we grew up listening to you guys, and and I know that every time I go to a concert from a band from that era, it just keeps uh, they're getting larger and larger and larger crowds and uh you know the bands have been fantastic i saw you guys a couple of years ago and i was just blown away at the energy you guys still put out so i'm really looking forward to the show march 16th at buffalo run and uh i know you've got some meet and greet packages available can they get those on your website yeah you can go to our website um and find the link to our meet and greets we also post it on our facebook and post it on our instagram and our twitter um if you go to at Warrant Rocks, you'll find us on Facebook, you'll find us on Twitter, you'll find us on Instagram, or go to warrantrocks.com, and there's links to the meet and greets. And another kind of fun thing we just started doing is there's an app called Cameo, and we're on the Cameo app. If you go to cameo.com and search Warrant, um, what we do is somebody will hire us to do a video shout-out to a friend or family member or co-worker nice. and uh, yeah, and we send them uh, we send them a video from backstage with the five, four or five of us, uh, um, you know, really? saying Happy Valentine's right. or Love You, Miss You, Can't Wait to See You in France next month or whatever it might be, or I'm gonna kick your ass the next time. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, so there's fun st- fun stuff going on like that. Yeah. Who's touring with you guys? Uh, we play with all different bands on different nights. We don't have a set tour. We go out and play on the weekends. So on uh, on March 15th, we'll be in Dallas, Texas at the Gas Monkey Live venue. And then, obviously, on March 16th, we'll be at the Buffalo Run Casino. And that's a typical average weekend for us. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's good. Things have been really good. Great crowds. We play with all kinds of... Obviously, we play a lot of... Uh, casinos we play biker rallies state fairs we play rock big rock festivals nice i play the occasional uh rock club like the if it's a really cool place like the gas monkey we do stuff like that so right we play stuff going on yeah we play a lot of your music here and on the weekends we feature you guys uh, every weekend and uh you know the fans uh, they really love the music a lot of requests for you guys and uh, so I'm looking forward to that show. I, I know the one at Buffalo Run will be sold out. It'll be it'll be great. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm sure there's tickets available for anybody listening. Uh, you can call first if you want to make sure. But uh, yeah, we've been uh, it's been really good. Starting the year off great. 
actually with a sold out show and then this weekend we're going to minnesota and colorado for a couple shows you're going to freeze to death i hope not Hopefully yeah, I will just freeze, but not to death. Yeah, you're in uh, you're in beautiful sunny California. Is that where you're at? Yeah, I'm in Southern California in beautiful Temecula wine country. Yeah, I lived in Calabasas uh, for quite a while, and uh, I love that area. But I am here in the Midwest, and two days ago it was 65. Today it's 17, and snow tomorrow on the next day. Uh, yeah, that's it's amazing, isn't horrible. it? Horrible. Yeah. yeah. So you lived in uh, Calabasas. Yeah, I like to call it. Yeah, I lived there for quite a while, and uh, you know, I've traveled around a bunch with different groups, and wound up back in radio. And uh, love having you guys uh, call in. I appreciate the interview. And uh, at that point, I'm gonna say uh, thank you so much again, Eric, for calling in. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna be playing your music all weekend on the All Eighties Weekend Show, and uh, we'll make sure we keep. Uh, promoting you guys, and hopefully we'll see you guys on the 16th. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to seeing you at the show, and can't thank you guys enough for playing our music, our genre of music, playing kick-ass 80s rock. I, that, that's awesome, man. Can't tell you how much we appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, thank thank you, everybody Eric. for listening. All right, thanks, Eric. All right, uh, I'm going to stop it right there. All right, we're uh, back after that little break. I called everybody's number on the tour bus, and guess what? Everybody's still asleep. So I know uh, how the tour goes. When the tour first gets started, uh, everybody's wide-ass open, okay? And I'm going to give you a story about that in just a second. But anyway, well, I, I told uh, you that before yeah, you Yeah, I know. It. I love the guys, and I know they're, they're probably uh, still piled up in their racks and uh, you know, getting a little sleep because they're probably hung over as hell and had a great time last okay, night. Okay, okay. So tell, let me, i got to tell you something. Tell me, funny. tell me, because you used to tour with yeah, them. Yeah, right? yeah, I did. So, but, uh, but, but I'm gonna Give me you. a day in the life of the Lords of Acid. Mm -hmm. by, by day. Last year, we did 51 cities in 54 days. So how, how did, does the day start? Uh, you get up with the worst hangover in the world and you go in the front lounge and you drink a big glass of something alcoholic to start the day off. Yeah, just to uh, recharge you. Oh, to recharge, absolutely. And then Bloody Mary, uh, vodka cranberry, something like that, you know. You get started that way. And then, of course, we didn't have any time in each city we were in to, uh, we didn't have any time in any city we were in to have a day off. You know, we didn't have any days off. 51 cities, 54 days. So we were always on the bus. So you wake up in the morning, you're moving. You're rolling. Okay. So the bus is rolling down the road. And, uh, you know, that's... So it's that's, like a traveling circus, basically. Uh, yeah, on steroids uh, and alcohol. So, and then and then before yep. the show starts, I mean, do you get any rest? No. I'll be right back, though. I have I have been summoned to the, I'm gonna keep to on the looking, boss's office. I'm going to keep on looking for the secretary's you name. You do that. And uh, you do that, okay? I'll be right back. All right, back. Uh, I had to take care of a little business real quick so we're back here and what i was talking about was lords of acid i uh tried to call them so i'm sure they're still asleep we'll try to get with them later and you were asking me what a day in the life is and i'm going to tell you how things work when you're on one of these tours okay uh i'll give you an example with uh with with the frankie tour well, i'm just curious now i'm gonna give you an example uh we had a uh, 110 city tour with frankie and I got everybody on the bus when we rolled out of Mobile, Alabama. We were heading to our first show in Miami, Florida. That's where the tour was starting off at. And on the way there, I got everybody out of their bunks, put them in the lounge, and I said, look, 
guys we got 110 cities let's don't try to drink all the alcohol chase all the women y'all don't try to smoke all the weed let's Excuse not try me? to do everything in one day let's pace ourselves okay and big mike was our tour manager so here's we get down to the to miami and uh you know the crew goes in sets up we're at the hotel we go back that night we do our show and we got to pull immediately from there from miami because we got a show the next day in jacksonville i think or somewhere we had a we had about a 350 400 mile pull okay so i told everybody you know before we got off the bus to do the show that night i said everybody let's pace ourselves okay let's don't try to do all the stuff in one night you know we got a long way to you go. You know, that's like telling your kids, if it you is. have any kids, don't do this. Yes. And you know ex exactly what they're going to so do. So here's what happens. So the bus, that night we do the show, and after the show, the band goes out to the bus, and the bus is parked 150 yards from the back of the arena, okay? Okay. And Big Mike and I are still in there in the promoter's office. Big Mike. Yeah. We're in there getting God rest, so I love Big Mike. I, we'll talk about him some uh, all the time. But anyway... Me and Big Mike, uh, Big Mike and I were in the promoter's office getting the money that this night. This Big Mike yeah. sounds like nothing but trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know Big Mike. Uh, you knew <laughs> Big Mike. So anyway, we get the money, get it in a briefcase. We tell the promoter thank you, and we we walk out the back of the Coliseum, and I can see the bus about 150 yards away, and there's no cars. Everybody's gone because we've been inside. It's an hour and a half after the show. Okay. But all the guys in the band are all on the bus. Well, what you been doing for the an hour and a half well, after the show? Merchandise. You know, accounting, getting the money together. Okay. All right. The usual. Yeah. So Mike and I are walking towards the bus, and the closer we get, we hear do 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 all kinds of music playing. And the closer we get, we see the bus is actually like it's rocking. We go, what the hell is going on? So by the time inside we, the bus already, the whole bus is rocking. So when we get close enough to the bus to where the music's blaring, the bus is shaking. And I'm getting pissed off. I'm like, God dang, I told everybody we're not doing all this. And, you know, right off bat, we got 110 cities. Well, you knew they were, they so were I not get there to the bus. To you. I, I get to the bus. I put my little code in. I open the door. I walk up on the bus. Everybody is packed. Everybody, there's naked girls everywhere. The, the pot smoke is so strong. <laughs> you don't say. And, and look, and so I go like this. I go, I wish you could see me on the air. I go, hey. I told y'all we wasn't going to do all this in one night. <laughs> while, while I was telling them that. I oh, was, I wish you guys can see yeah, Davey while, while right now. I was telling now. them that, I was, hey, 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 I was back, taking my shirt put, off. Put it back <laughs> on. Put that back on because you don't look anything like you did that long yeah. ago. While I was telling them we're not going to do this, I was taking my shirt off at the same time. No, that was a terrible yeah. so uh, I can tell uh, optical you, illusion. With Lords of Acid last year, I'll give you a great example. Well, but I want you to give me the goods. They're all good. We started out in Vegas last year. Okay, but I mean... And uh, when we hit the stage, it was super packed. We were out on tour with Combi Christ, Nightclub. You're just circling around Christ the wagon. I don't want to hear about that. Well, what do you want to I want to hear about how a day in the life of Lords of Acid or any band that you had played with before goes. And I tell you some of my stories as well. Well, as a, if you're a single man or a single woman... It's not a bad life. You, you're okay. still circling around I'm the wagon. I'm not circling around. I'm telling you, we got there that night, and what we did, or the, when we were in Vegas, after we finished the show that night, I wanted the juice. We had to pull. Uh, we had to leave. So we have a thing on our tour schedule. It says what time the bus is leaving. Okay. So everybody's got to be on the bus by 3 a.m. Okay. So we got off the stage around midnight. Uh huh. So we had three hours, and in three hours. Okay. We uh, we went to some after parties and strip clubs and 
you know, it was me and Dietrich and Jimmy and uh, a couple of others, and we were piled up with in a limo with about 12 girls and, you know, lots of alcohol. And, was, and you were having fun with uh, we were reading the, the girls. We were reading the Bible. Yeah? yeah. You were reading the Bible? <laughs> you never read the we Bible. We were doing Bible studies. You have never read the Bible. <laughs> well, trust me, we were we were being biblical. Let's say that. Okay. Okay. So yeah, We were having a lot of fun. So you, you are going to continue and circular around the wagon. I guess at this point, I am going to have to get a secretary, but I don't think it's fair. Why not? Uh, the, that I pick a girl uh, for us to uh, help us on the show uh-huh. until I ask you what kind of woman you like. Are you the... I like the kind of woman I got in my life. Well, I'm not... Of course. Yeah, I mean, right? You, that's you, you I have like. a significant other no, in I your do. life. I and, do. And that's fantastic. I'm very, very happy with Alex. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy for you. Yeah. But if you were to choose, are you like... Uh, let's, let's just put it this way. Uh-huh. Let's go... Uh, oh, I'm an ass man. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't even going in that direction. I'm a booby and ass we'll man. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Let's just, for instance, let's say Charlie's Angels. Okay. The original lineup. Uh-huh. Farah. Yeah. That's Farah in English. Well, in, in, in Spanish, it's Farah. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, and the other two. Yeah, okay. Because I... So you had Farah, uh, Farah Fawcett, you had Kate. Smith, wasn't it Kate Smith? Kate Jackson. Kate Jackson. Uh huh. And Kate Smith, right? Well, no, I, Diane Lane, wasn't it? No, I no. can't remember. Anyway, but you know who they are. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, in an ideal world, in the real world, mm-hmm. in real life, yeah. Which one will you prefer of the three? Well, Ferris dead. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, You're talking about when they were alive back in the heyday. Yeah. Which one? What's your kind? You know what? Because I, I have, my Rolodex is full of names. Is it? Well, yeah. I, I am more of a, I like, I like a, a, a woman that's got a great sense of humor and that is sexy and, uh, and funny, but also a lady, okay? I don't like an old giggling-ass teen, you know what I mean? I don't like an old giggling-ass kid. But pick an angel. Farrah. Uh, uh, Farrah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Farrah was, Farrah was fantastic. Okay, so I'm going to try to... Uh Get us a secretary. Here's a, here's a quick fair story. Two years ago, when my son was a senior at Branson, uh-huh. he had a Farrah Fawcett T-shirt that belonged to me. The one with the nipples through her, through her bathing suit. Oh, oh, oh the po- you mean like the the, the picture of the poster yes. that we all had when yes, we were absolutely. kids? Yeah. Well, yeah. I had that shirt. Yeah. Okay. And he got up one morning and put it on and wore it to shirt uh, to school. She was wearing a swimming suit. Yes, a pink swimming yes, suit. Yes, absolutely. And you can see her, her nipples, nipples yeah, right through it. So I'm, I'm in Do the you bed. know how many times I became a man <laughs> watching that, that poster? To that poster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and everybody else. Okay. So my son. So the, we're getting a fair type. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is how generations uh, in my family evolve. Anyway, so he wears my Ferris shirt to school. And about, and I'm sleeping in that day because you know I entertain at night, and so I'm sleeping in, and I get a call about 8:30, 8:45 from the school, to where I've got to go to the high school and take him another shirt because he's not allowed to wear it because it's disrupting class, because everybody's looking at Farrah with the nipples on his shirt. <laughs> well, can you blame the school? No, I can't. You know, I mean, I get it. But, but Davey, that will lead us <coughs> to the next issue that we have. Yeah. How the times have changed. Back in those days, you could do that. You can put posters out. Dude, when I went to school, when I was like in high that. school, I had I had a, a, a car, and I had a truck, and I had a gun rack, and I went to school with my shotgun in my gun rack every day and never had a problem. We never used to wear seat belts. No. 
In fact, so we used to ride in the back of the trunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had an El Camino that you will love. Oh, yeah. And, and everybody rides in the back of the trucks. Always. I'll tell you a story about those days. Yeah. After this break. Because okay. you, once again, uh-huh. brought me out to Tornado Alley. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of breezy. And out. I'm not liking it. Uh, you know what we need to do? We're going to go in on this break. We're going to line up a couple of shots of tequila, get a cold beer, and uh, uh, a cold Corona Premier is one of my favorite beers, and it's only got two carbs in it. I know it sounds like a commercial, but it's the truth. Well, you just did a commercial. Yeah. You're not getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah. You well, Corona, that. if you're listening, uh, you know what? I hook a brother up. So uh, well, what I'm going to do is, is after this segment, or during this break, I'll we're going to what, we're gonna have a shot. You do that, Yeah. and I'm going to call the ferratide. Yeah. Okay, uh, and I want to put it on a uh, um, conference call with you, Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you tell me exactly what happened. So when we come back... Uh-huh. I'll let you know how that went. Yep. And uh, I'll let you know how David's feeling as well. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. And on the next segment, uh, when we come back in, uh, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, touring life and some of the bands that we're going to be seeing over the course of the next four or five weeks. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll get back with everybody in just about two or three minutes. So stick around right here on Real Life with Roland and Armando. All right, we're back, and uh, we just got through uh, having a couple of shots of tequila, and uh, <laughs> Isaac's getting another Corona out of the refrigerator, it looks like, and uh, we're going to pick back up where we left off, but we were talking about touring, and when we, uh, the segment, last segment, I tried to call uh, Dietrich, <laughs> I tried to call Dietrich from Lords of Acid, and uh and Maurice, and nobody was answering the phone. And Dietrich just texted me and said he just walked into sound check. And, uh, of course, the schedule is super, super, super tight, as always. And, uh, you know, you go in, you do your sound check, and then you got to go back, get a little bite to eat. By the time you do all that, get it taken care of, it's time to get dressed and, you know, hit the stage. And, of course, meanwhile, in between that, you know, you you got to have a few cocktails. It sounds very demanding. Yeah, a little bit. Well, you've done a, a lot of touring as well. Yeah, but I made it my own um, tour, you know. Yeah. I demanded the pace of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that if you didn't have only blue M&Ms yeah. in, the, uh, yeah. in a room backstage, I yeah. guess you can call it. Yeah, your writer. Then your... I would leave. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't play. If you didn't yeah. have everything that I specifically asked for. I just wouldn't do it. You know what I specifically wanted? My cash. That's what I specifically wanted. Everything else came to Well, the cash was already uh, Uh, into the contract for me. Absolutely. But, I mean, if I show up in a venue and all of a sudden you don't have my demands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know how picky I am. Oh, yeah. I understand. Then I would just not do the show. And guess what? Uh In 20 minutes, they will have him right there. Oh, absolutely. In 20 minutes. On our rider with with Frankie, none of us drank carrot juice. But we had on our rider a specific carrot juice because we knew it would take them a lot of effort to find that juice. And if we walked into our dressing room and into the hospitality room and we saw that carrot juice, we knew the rest of the night was going to be perfect. Perfect. Because if they took the time to find that carrot juice, which was hard to find, yeah. then we knew they took care of everything else. That's why we put it on our rider. That's and a- nobody knew that, but that's why we had it there. Who thought of that? I did. I figured if they, I found a carrot juice you could only get, you could get it in every city, 
but you had to find it at a specific kind of health food store or whatever. And every time we went into a venue and went back to the hospitality room and that carrot juice wasn't there, uh-huh. that means they cut corners on everything. Oh, oh on yeah. Sound, well, that's why I, on all kinds of bullshit. Well, that's why I asked for the blue and Absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know. I'm, I'm telling you, when they had that carrot juice, I knew the night was going to be perfect and I didn't worry. Yeah, and that's but, why I did. It. But I only play every other night. I I didn't yeah. do tours like you did. Oh God, I I, I couldn't do with that. Lords of Acid. Fifty one cities, uh, fifty four days. With Frankie, we did a hundred and ten uh, cities, and we usually would do three shows one day off. Three shows one day off, uh, and then later on when we were doing at one point we were doing almost two hundred and fifty shows a year, and then we would be doing two and one, two and one, two and one. Because uh, you want to enjoy yourself. I mean, look, I can't complain. We've been to every amusement park just about on the planet, rode every roller coaster. I mean, we've got to have some some great fun. And, you know, it's kind of like Julio Iglesias and Willie Nelson, you know, to all the girls I've loved before. So it's been it's pretty, pretty, pretty fantastic. <laughs> well, that's exactly why I needed some time, because I'm not the kind of lover that is just going to spend one evening with a particular lady. Yeah, well. That's just not my style. I totally understand. I needed a whole entire day yeah. to uh, recover. I'm kind of like Aerosmith, and loving an that. elevator, and I'm but, ready to move on. <laughs> while we are doing our first podcast, it's, it's funny you should mention all these stories, because we have one thing in common. What's that? One thing in common is... I bet you we got more than one thing in common. Oh, well, I mean, as far as character... We both uh, drink tequila. Well, tequila tequila was an issue for me in my life, and I'll tell you that story some other You did, time. you did. Yeah. Um, so I tried to stay away from that evil, but I, don't get me wrong. Every now and then, you just got to accept it and take it, right? Tequila. But um, the thing that connects us is our drummer. Yes, Glenn Sears. Glenn Sears. Yep, he's an amazing guy. Uh, he's my brother. I've, I don't know uh, how many years we've been friends, but it's since we were teenagers. We were roommates. Uh, he lived with us for, I don't know, 10, 15 years, and... We've been all over the world together, and he, I mean, he's my brother. I, love I, him. I don't want to spend too much time talking about Glenn because I mean, <laughs> I mean you I, know why? Yeah. Because we're here in Missouri, and he's out on a cruise ship right yeah, now. Yeah, with his new band, yeah. the Love Benders. Uh, the there you go, the Love Benders. <laughs> right? What a goober. Anyway, oh, yeah, right. Anyway, great drummer. Yeah, and he played with me for ten years. Yep. And, and he also, uh, after you stole him I from did. me, I stole him from you. You did, yeah. and then uh, I yeah. couldn't recover from that, and, and yeah. I mean, I ended up in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel yeah. so. So basically, I'm responsible for well, you going to rehab. Well, yeah, once again, you become ah. the responsible person yeah. or the irresponsible. You know what? Person. I didn't even drink until you came here tonight. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know how long it's been since I had a drink, man. But basically what we're talking about on our podcast is the, the rock and roll lifestyle. We're going to bring you the inside into every band that we know. Oh, we've known yeah. so many people throughout the years. That it's time for us to share yeah. all these stories. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it tremendously, Davey. Oh, me too. Tremendously. And, and I can't wait to, to call and, and get some of these artists on the uh, phone with us. And... Um, you know, I grew up with the guys from Three Doors Down. I grew up with Robbie Wilson. You know, his dad's like my dad, and Robbie's the bass player for Lone Star. And then Kelly from Buck Cherry, he's like my brother, man. I mean, we've been through thick and thin together. You know, we buried Mike uh, Mike Ward, Wardy. Yeah. I loved Ward. I mean, you know, these were my brothers. I like Big Mike. Big Mike has been my brother since we were nine-year-old kids, and we've been all over the world together. He's lived with me my whole life. 
in every marriage I've been in and every divorce, he's been right there for me and he just died. And, you know, yeah. he just died out of the blue. That some, was tough. A few Christmases that was ago. Tough. Yeah, it put me in a funk. I was. I know, love I love Big Mac. Yeah, I stayed, you know, stayed drunk for four or five months, cost me a marriage. I mean, it was was horrible, you know. Well, but those, the truth is, uh, he was my soulmate. He was my heterosexual soulmate. Well, you know, it, but those things happen. It's, it does. It's life. It's real life. It is. It's real life. Well, she's the and that's what this shows. Yeah, and this that's what we're going to stories. It's, yeah. it's not always going to be fun. No, I mean, you know. We're going to some... share stories that have devastated us throughout life. Oh, yeah. We're going to share stories about things that really piss us off and... You know, I, I'm gonna tell you what pisses me off. And hopefully, this can help people to rebound, to oh, know yeah, that there's absolutely. hope for everybody out there. Yeah. You know. You know what? They look at us when they look at our Facebook pages, and you know, they see us in concert and stuff, and traveling around, and they, you know, I'm so thankful for the fans. I really am. Oh yeah, but it's not always that glamorous. But, but they don't know that we have the same troubles in our lives that they have. Of course. We have the same pains, the same worries. You know, uh, and, but a lot of artists won't say that. And that's why I think the fans relate with me a lot and with, with the bands I'm with is because I include them in everything. When I'm on tour, I'm on Facebook Live all the time. They know what's going on on the tour bus. They know what's going on backstage. Uh, they can come hang out with me. I mean, they'll invite us to their house. They'll say, hey, you're coming through Chicago. Here's our address. Why don't you stop by and we'll barbecue? And I'll go, oh, okay. And we pull the bus up and they can't believe that a band they've been listening to for years is coming to their house to barbecue. Well, you know, and we do it all the time. It, that's um, funny you mentioned that because I've, I've done radio for so many years, but I kind of went into hiatus for about six to seven years. Sure, so sure. I was taking care of some family business. Absolutely. And uh, the only reason I'm doing this is because of you. Well, I, you know, and you, I, you got me out of retirement. There was a there's a reason for everything. I believe that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I've been uh, so blessed to be an entertainer my whole life. This is all I've ever done is play music for a living and work radio. And back in the day, I worked in Mobile, Alabama. I worked at WABB. I worked at WDLT. I worked at JQYQ Country. I worked at KKY 105. You and I were competitors. Yes, absolutely we were, 100%. Yeah. When I was working for 92, 92 Zoo, Zoo I was at WABB. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. You and I were going against each absolutely. other. Absolutely. And I beat you every time. Yeah. <laughs> How do you We were the that? Gulf Coast hit music station, dude. We were the best station in the world, Craig. Yeah, <laughs> Top of the, the world, Craig. But when it came to sports and talking yeah, radio. sports, you guys had it. You had it hands down. But if you wanted to get your groove on, I mean, we were WABB, man. You know, I used to date one of the girls that was your sales uh, Did person. You? Yeah. You know who that was? Who? Well, I'm not going to tell you right now. Uh, I got to okay. use the bathroom. Uh, okay. Well, that's stuff that you're feeding me. I don't know uh, what it is. That's tequila. You're trying to make me it's, a vegan. Uh, Pedro, you're trying to make me a vegan. Pedro no, Azul. No, because, I mean, tequila is nothing uh, but agave. I know, and I love it. And you're trying to make me a vegan. Oh, no. Don't start me on that. Well, I mean... Yesterday, I had a news story that I did on my morning show about these damn vegans that are turning their pets into vegans. And I'm so pissed off. Look, I can't wait for one of these great Danes or one of these Rottweilers that are trying to turn into a vegan. Then give me and a they're out, dog and they're, out, and they're out walking that dog. And the dog gets a smell of a barbecue grill or bacon and bites their fucking arm off. There's nothing worse than a vegan, because they'll tell you they're a vegan, or a CrossFitter. They'll Tell you they're across. Are you trying to turn they me into make a vegan? me sick? With the agave? the only thing you know, you know what? I love agave. Agave is healthy. It's but I good. need I need solid food. I need a well, we're gonna cook on the grill in a little bit. Anyway, wait till I tell you who the girl. I can't wait to hear who it is. Yes, can't wait to hear who it is. Oh, do I know her? 
I don't know her? Okay. Well, you might, but I'll tell you after this break. All right, well, look, we're going to a few minutes. Stick around here for real life with Armando, or excuse me, <laughs> it's real life with Roland and Isaac. All right, we're back, uh, and uh, we've been discussing touring life, and you know what? There's some things that, that uh, the listeners out there don't know that you are, and this is true, he is an absolute sports uh, a professional. He absolutely is an expert in sports. Football, basketball, baseball, racing. Uh, Armando's the guy to go to when it comes to sports. Well, um, That's you, Isaac. Thank you, David. I, I worked for ESPN Radio for almost 11 years. Yeah, I know. Then I worked for WNSP Sports, and uh, I traveled the whole entire Southeast Conference, went to every stadium and got a good vibe for what uh, football means in the right. South. I'm an NFL historian, yeah. um, recognized by people like Gil Brand, by NFL.com, and yeah. um, Colin Cowher, Neil McCready, Mark Heim, Lee Sherbini, and uh, people that are nationally recognized that eventually they're going to be joining us in our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. When, 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 when sports become relevant again, um, here in the next couple of weeks, when the madness starts, <laughs> and we right. have the uh, NFL Combine. Absolutely. And I, we I also have uh, the NFL Draft. Uh-huh. We're going to have people like Todd McShay, mm-hmm. people like uh, Neil McCready, like I said mm-hmm. earlier, Lee Shervanian, people that have been there for right. many, many years. So um, well, I know that I'm having a blast right now with the podcast. Yeah, me too. There's going to be some times when there's going to be some drama. Oh, there is. And, yeah. and, and here's the first thing of drama, okay? Mm-hmm. There was a news story came out yesterday where the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, got arrested in a, uh, in a sting by going to an Asian massage parlor. Now, you know what? Uh-huh. The news, I saw the way they blew it up. Because, you know what? Here's real life. This is a fact. Well, that, this, this is, is your is opinion, fact. right? No, this is a fact. Okay, okay this is a fact. Let me I don't say know. I'm not so sure about well, that. Well, 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 hear me, and then you'll know whether it's a fact or not. Okay. Well, uh, okay. So let me I tell you. I don't. I don't like the look in your eyes. Well, right you know, now. I'm gonna tell you why I'm aggravated. Because here's what the news did. Robert Kraft, first of all, he's 77 year old man. He's a uh, a very successful businessman who started out with pretty much nothing. That's my lighter. You tried to jack me. Anyway. That's my lighter. <laughs> that's my lighter. you got a black lighter, and so do I. I put my, see how I tore that? So I would know it's mine. you got yours in your pocket or it's on the counter. Anyway, so <laughs> here, let me get into this Robert Speaking Kraft. Speaking of Robert Kraft. Yeah. Let me get into the Robert Kraft thing real quick. <laughs> it really pisses me off how everybody in the news took this this man. He's 77 years old. He was married for years, I mean, his whole life with this woman, and she died a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And he's lonely, and he's a billionaire, okay? Robert and, Kraft is the owner of the New England Patriots. Absolutely. And what he did was he went to an Asian massage parlor to get a massage with a fucking happy ending. That was it, okay? And they turned it into, oh, this sex trafficking thing and prostitute ring, and the media tries to make it out like it's, you know, he's just some horrible person. Well, let me tell you something. This is real life. Okay. If you go to an Asian massage parlor. Which I've never been to. You've never been to one? No, I've well, been to that many last of night. Them. We I've been to many of them. Okay, and let me tell you what. When you go there, they give you the best massage in the world. They walk on your back. Okay. I mean, they do. They'll stand on your back. They so crack what's your, wrong with that? Well, they're towards the end of it. 
when they're rubbing your legs and everything, eventually they <laughs> they get around to the they family jewel area. They no, they don't you. ask. They just start going to massaging everything, and and the next thing you know, you know, uh, cuckoo. And they love you a long time. Yeah, cuckoo, cuckoo. I am the walrus. Okay. No, you are the Eggman. I told you. All that. he did was he went to a massage parlor, got a massage. And trying to get a happy ending, and all of a sudden, the police couldn't wait to vilify him. That is so wrong. Yeah. He did wrong. Mm-hmm. A 77-year-old man with that kind of money. Yeah, that's the whole point. Why would He didn't try to hire some prostitute for the night. He went to get a massage, and he knew during the massage, you know, he was going to get his rocks off a little bit. And you know what? I'm not hating on him for it. That's real life. So anybody sitting here listening to this today, if you think for a minute that this man was involved in sex trafficking, you're insane. Oh, I don't believe that for a moment. I mean, just because the, and I have read about this story, and I haven't talked to anybody, uh, any insiders, and I will make a few phone calls yeah. just to get to the bottom of yeah. this. Yeah. But before we jump into conclusions, right? let's uh, make one thing clear, you know, we don't know exactly what was going on. No, we don't know, but, no. what, but I know real life. Right. And I know that this man is 77 years old, and he's lonely, dude. And he can't just, like, you and I... He's not lonely. He's got a 39-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Have you seen the pictures of I his girlfriend? I have not. Well, you see, you need, to, you need to look into that. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe she's not doing it for him. Well, and... He had to go to a massage parlor. Maybe she's not handling her business. You know, I never went to a massage parlor because... But I had women that didn't do it for me, and I, uh, I, ah, I use other resources. Big, big, big question: Have you ever cheated on anybody you ever been with? Are you kidding me? I played a rock and roll band for twenty-five years. You're skating now. You're skating around. I'm not, you, of do you got on ice skates? Are you skating around? Dude? <laughs> Have you ever cheated on anybody you've ever been Since with? Since we are real, I'm just gonna tell you right now. Yeah, the, yeah, the yes women no. women can be very dangerous at times. And I'm a weak, weak person when it comes to lovely and beautiful women. So have you ever cheated on anybody in your whole life? Well, I have. Okay. I'm absolutely. ashamed to admit it. Yeah. I, I'm very I'm ashamed, ashamed, to, ashamed admit to admit it. it too. Yeah, you're a cheater. <laughs> I am. I am. Absolutely. God, dude, look. But, but I'm a short dude from Mobile, Alabama, and I've been international all over the world in rock bands. So, of course... I have done wrong. I'm going to be like Jimmy Swagger in a minute. I have sinned. I have <laughs> sinned. Please forgive me. Yes, I have sinned. I have done wrong. Okay? But as age comes, I will knowledge. admit it too. I will admit it too. Yeah, with age comes knowledge, comes wisdom. And now I would never cheat on somebody I'm in a relationship. You better not. I would never cheat on anybody. We're too old for that. Absolutely. Yeah. As a young man, I was a hoe. Well, we all okay? made mistakes. I was in life. a hoe. But I'm not now. Life is dangerous. It is dangerous. Especially you know when what? you play in a rock and roll band or, or any kind of band. Now, let's, let, let, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. You put yourself in, let's say put yourself in Robert Kraft's shoes or even our president, Donald Trump's shoes. Those are going to be some expensive shoes, yeah, by the way. These guys are billionaires. Not millionaires. Billionaires. Uh-huh. Okay? Now, I already know what kind of person I am, and I'm neither a millionaire or a billionaire. If I was a billionaire, I would be difficult to live with. But you know what you just did? What? You just messed up the secretary deal. Did I? You did. Because I had this girl lined up. Yeah. And she's probably going to be listening to the podcast. Yeah. So, well, that's a wrap. And now that I admitted that I made mistakes in my life. You didn't say you cheated on her. No, but, uh, well, how do you know? Well, you didn't say, did you? (laughs) 
<laughs> you want to be thrown under the bus? No, 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 right? no, no, no. But uh, I think we just lost this one. Okay, so we have to find a new secretary, well, right? Let me get in my Rolodex again, okay? Look, you know what? Since this is called real life, and real life is simple, uh, there's, I'm going to give the women out there some tidbits of information that you could really use. I think in you should life. be very careful. Right oh, I know. Here, here's here's the deal. No, no, like if really, every really very woman, careful. if every woman would understand that men are all children, we're kids. We don't grow up like they do. Okay, we remain even at our age where we're at now. So you 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 do believe in that myth that women uh, mature faster than men? Oh, that's not a myth. That is a fact. See, I'm going to disagree with you. Do, are you really? Completely. Listen, women, you know what? You're going to make me... I, I'm gonna sound I, like, I think they, they wear that as a crown, you know, because they're queens, you know? Absolutely. And you should treat every woman as a you, queen. You should. However... I have, I have two daughters. Uh-huh. And I have a daughter. And, and I have my mom and my grandma and seven sure. aunts. Right. Uh, but uh, I've been in conversations with my seven aunts and my sisters in the yeah. same room mm-hmm. where they uh, make fun of us. Oh, I understand, but but you know what? If women would understand, when that I say men, us, I mean men. Yeah, ninety percent. I'm not going to say a hundred percent, but ninety percent of men, they don't go out looking to get in trouble and piss their wife off. They do it because we're unconscious of what we're doing. We're just guys. It's like here, hold my beer, okay? I'll do anything. I'll do this. I'll do that because you're. you're well, you just took your shirt off. Oh. Yeah, right. Well, you get a group of guys together, and dude, they'll start pissing, pissing contests to see who's going to do the craziest shit. But they didn't do it to disrespect their woman. And if a woman would understand that 90% of men does does not do things purposely to hurt them or upset them, if they would realize that our mentality, we want to eat, we want to take care of our families, we want to smile. Be careful with that word. What? Eat. Yeah, we want to... <laughs> what exactly you're talking we, about? We want to have good food, okay? Oh, okay. We want to have good food. Well, I mean, you we threw want me to... off guard because you were talking oh, about man. a well, we can go. Listen, it can take a nasty left turn, and we can go down well, that road. I know. I just want to make sure is, that, that, that we're a man wants, on the same A man page. wants to take care of his family. He wants to eat. He wants to laugh. And he don't want to be bitched at. And he don't want to walk on eggshells in his house. He don't want to feel like anything he does. Oh, I might piss my wife off. There's nothing worse. And listen, I'm going to tell you, I see guys that have wives that I know they love them, but they also hate them at the same time because I'm like, hey, dude, meet me after uh, after work. Let's go get a beer. Oh, I can't. Oh, if I'm like 30 minutes late home, my wife will, she'll scream at me all night long. That's no way to live. That's no way to live. That's where you're wrong to start. And women, if you've got a man and you love him, ease up a little bit. Let the reins loose. Let him be himself. Because you know what women will do that men don't do? Women, like... Women will store shit up oh, that yeah, happened yeah, thirty yeah. years ago oh, and bring it up. You it's really like that are. picture of the NFL ref of that female ref, and it says the first female NFL ref throwing flags for shit people done three years ago. And that's the truth. Women will hold shit. They will remember stuff you've done twenty years ago, and you'll be in an argument twenty years later, and they'll bring up some shit you've done twenty years ago. And that blow that drives me bananas. I hate that. You know, Davey, it, it, I hate it. We got to this point because we started talking about Mr. Bob Craft, <laughs> right? the owner of the uh, New England Patriots, yeah. that he had in a little bit of trouble. A little bit. A muddy waters. You know what? Say. It's not trouble. He went off to get a, a, a happy ending and he got caught. And now they're going to turn in and try to vilify him. And here's what's going to happen Roger Goodall from the, the NFL commissioner. Goddell. 
Yeah, good old Goodell. I can't stand that some bitch. He's a lawyer. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what he is. He's a some bitch. He's a lawyer. So here's what he's gonna he's do. He's a rich some bitch. Oh yeah, he is. Oh, the NFL's paying. Do you know how much? What, money? Seventy million a year. Forty million. Forty million a yeah. year. Yeah. Forty million a year. Yeah. So you know what he's got on his big boy britches, and he can't wait to get on. Uh, like he, like Robert Kraft and him don't get along. You know that, right? They don't get along. They've got a history, a long history. And you know what? He's going to. I guarantee you. I'll make a prediction right now. When this is all over and said and done, he's going to go after Robert Kraft because, well, first of all, I mean, let's be fair. Are you talking about history when it comes to the New England Patriots, or are you talking about yeah. Mr. Bob Kraft? No, when it, when, when it comes to the New England Patriots. Well, see, you had to clarify that for I'm, me. I'm, I'm clarifying. So here, let me make it. Are simple. you talking about the Patriots, or are you talking about Mr. Bob? Kraft? Well, Bob Kraft owns the Patriots, so of course. Well, because we all know that the Patriots are a bunch of cheaters. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You are insane. And now this now proves, now, now this you proves know my point. So you got to go back to rehab so you're smoking crack now, right? Well, no, really. What's I mean, wrong with you? I mean, so so uh, the crap falls from the top, right? Okay. I get. <laughs> I get. Listen, I get that, that he's got to have some kind of sanction because if you're going to sanction the players, you've got to sanction the owners too. I get it. Mm -hmm. But he's not going to just sanction him like a normal sanction. Okay, he went to a massage parlor and got caught trying to get a happy ending, okay? Okay. So he's not going to get a sanctioned $10,000 fine. He's They're going to go after him for, okay, uh, six-game suspension. You can't even come into your own facility. Half-million-dollar fine. I guarantee you Goodell's going after him. Okay, first of all, this would never happen 40 years ago, 30 no. years ago, no. or even 25 years no. ago. You know no. why? Yeah. Because... It was a different world. It was. Nobody was carrying around a device in which you can take pictures, no. record right. at all times. Absolutely. And and with this demand for immediate information that we have nowadays, all of this news could be fake, fake news. Yeah, it is fake news. You know. It is fake news. But what I have heard. America. I have heard. America. What? In this fake news. Yeah. And you see my mouth kind of like. Jumpy. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know, but I see it's it. It's like a nervous stick. I see it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but that's not, I'm not building a wall here or anything, okay? Oh, wow. Okay. We're going to go to the wall no, now. No, 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 I'm just talking We're about gonna Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. I was talking about Pink uh, Floyd. Pink Floyd, okay. the band. Yeah, we're going to the wall, right? Just to give you uh, an example, right? Okay, so I have I'm in agony right I now. I have heard yeah. through good sources. Yeah. That he was not the only one in that parlor. He wasn't. There are no much Whatever. more names. Whatever. That are more relevant and more important than Mr. Bob Kraft. Mm -hmm. So, are you insinuating that it was our esteemed president? Why don't we just wait and see? Are you are you what insinuating really that it I am was not. our president? I am not. Okay. Well, let me let me say this why now. Would that, I, why would I? Since you opened up the can of worms. No, okay, no, did. I'm not going there you with did. you. You opened the can of worms. Why? I'm okay. not going there with you. I'm going to say this, and and, and I'm going to try to be as politically correct as I can. I think you're telling fake news. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be as politically correct as I can be. Let's not be politically at all. Oh, it's it's political correct. Oh, there because is, this is real life. Because it is. If you're in a restaurant, all of a sudden you find yourself listening to a conversation, and people will be talking about this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it gets really heated. It does. I'm not going there with you. No. Okay. I'm gonna go look for the secretary. Yeah. Well, you know, Robert Kraft was, he he stays at Marlago a lot, 
which is our Mar-a-Lago, ever how you want to pronounce it, it's the resort owned in Florida by Trump. Okay. Uh, so I know what you're insinuating, that maybe Trump and him went to get a happy ending. Don't listen, put words in my mouth. That's what you were saying. Not at all. The listeners know not that you were insinuating See, that. You, no. Here's what I'll tell you. Trump no. wasn't there because he was live on TV doing some, uh, you know. Well, you're telling me? I don't watch okay. TV, so yeah, well, I, I do. And, and I can say this. You know, if, I don't want to get into the whole political debate because, first of all, I am the anti-racist of anti-racists. I've got a son that's half black. One of my best friends in the world's Mexican. I was married to a Japanese. I am an international non-racist. Okay, an international man of mystery. Man of mystery. So here's what I can tell you. Okay, here's what I can tell you. If you want to go into what pisses me off with people in general is first of all, you've got some of these politicians that have been in office for twenty and thirty years. Okay. Okay. When I'll give you an example, uh, one so you are the, talking politics, right? Oh, I now. am now. Oh, wow! Now you got me started. First okay, of all, I, I'm just going to sit back and relax. Oh, this this Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is the biggest douchebag that we've ever had elected to Congress in the history of Congress. She is an idiot. Okay, first class idiot. Well, if I you don't I agree with me, I, I'm I sorry. Maybe you got blinders on out there, uh, listeners. If you think this woman has one cent, one one brain cell left, you are sadly mistaken. She is a douchebag. Okay, and I'll say that with a clear conscience. And I'm a positive kind of guy. I like to find the glass is always half full. I'm not a half empty kind of guy. But she is a douchebag. Now, these people, what gets me is there's people that uh, they think that these politicians are like we are. Even our president. He's not like we are. He's a billionaire. He's been a millionaire all his life. His father was a millionaire. He don't know what it's like to sit around here. And uh, there's been times in all of our lives where we're like, well, what are we going to do tonight? Are we going to have a hamburger or are we going to go get a six-pack? Well, speak okay. for yourself. I, I'm a country club Mexican. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you never had hard times in your life? Never. Of course. <laughs> well, there was that time when I don't think we have enough time right now, but I'll tell you about that time. But other than that, yeah, yeah. I am a country club. Yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, well, this yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. But when I'm you, rich, bitch. When, when you are a billionaire, right? <laughs> yeah, I understand. I'm a rock star. I get it. When you are a billionaire or multi-multi-millionaire and you're in office, you know, they act like they really care about us, but they got their own agenda. You know that. You think so? Oh, I know that. Okay. I know that. Okay. And what pisses You're me off to the choir. is we give we, we, we give these people the platform uh, by co constantly putting them in the public eye. Over Like, I think this chick, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I think she does that stupid shit that she does just so she can stay in the news and stay in everybody's face. Because there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? In my opinion, all of that is done to deviate attention from yep. the real issues that we have going in oh, this absolutely. country. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a circus. It is a so circus. So that we can <coughs> keep on our eyes on issues that are irrelevant. Yeah. When the issues that really matter mm -hmm. in this country mm -hmm. are just being washed by the water. Oh, absolutely. So, in other hands, look at my right hand while I'm... Rubbing your. Well, I figured you under the table with oh, my left. I get it. Oh, do you feel that? And, uh, <laughs> you yeah, I that me. Stop it. I get it. Look, oh, it's ooh. all smoke and mirrors. That felt Trust me. Clean. It's smoke and mirrors. Slide a hand. How did you do that? That's what again. they're doing. If everybody do in again. this country. Do that again. Bam. No, no, right there. Where? 
Uh, you grab my leg. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Look, okay. if, if everybody would stop giving these good, people, bro. like Pelosi. Oh, wow. That is insane. There's a hawk just landed while we're doing our podcast outside. Do you see that hawk? I promise you. Is it a chicken hawk? That's a No, it's a big hawk. Oh, my goodness, it is. It's, it's huge. I wish I could take a picture of that. Well, that is amazing. Oh, my goodness. You know what? We're going to take a break real quick because I have got to get a picture of this. There is a huge huge hawk that has landed right by us. We'll be back here in just a few minutes in real life. Remind me to tell uh-huh. you about that one time yep. that I got in trouble. Okay. okay. We'll be right back with uh, Real Life with uh, Roland and Isaac. All right, we're back, and uh, it's about time for us to do our closing segment here on this first episode from our podcast, The Real Life, with uh, Roland and Isaac. How do you want to close this? You know what? After, I think, after we had this disagreement uh, in the uh, previous segment. It really wasn't a disagreement. We, you know, Everybody's entitled to their own political beliefs, and you know that's what makes the world go round. But see, I wasn't being political. You, well, you know, you brought up the wall, and you brought up this, and you brought up that. I was that. talking about the album. Uh-huh, right. Okay, well, you know what? Here's the deal. Um, politics is a sore subject for a lot of people, and there's enough of that on the air that I love the fact that our show is about entertainment, and it's about sports, and that's where I'd like to keep it. And I want to let everybody know that we're going to be in the next, within the next three or four weeks, we're going to be live Lords of Acid. We're going to be live at DMX on the ninth. We're going to be live uh, at uh, Warrant and Cage the uh, Elephant. And Cage the Elephant. Yeah, those are my buddies. I'm going to call them and get them on the podcast as well. Um, I think you will uh, enjoy the podcast. I'd like you to. Um, when I give the link out there to this podcast, I'd like you to share it with your friends. I'd like to get as many people listening to it. It costs you nothing. It's an hour of your time, and at least uh, I believe it'll make you smile. It'll inform you a little bit on what's really going on in the rock and roll world. You seem a little shaken right now. No, I'm not shaking at all. I'm fantastic. Man, we only took a five-minute break. Well, we took a five-minute break. We had a neighbor walk up, and, you know, he was a little bit of a douche. But... I don't think the neighbor likes you. <laughs> I don't even know if I like you anymore, right, to be right. honest with you. <laughs> Well, anyway. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't avoid me. <laughs> avoid you? Whatever, yeah. dude. What was what uh, was that thing uh, that you were doing earlier to me that that I enjoy so much? What's that? I have no idea what you're talking about. But just thought, well, I, never mind. I know this, okay? okay? I know that it's a blessing to be reunited with a friend of mine from 30 years ago. It's great to have you here. And I think, uh, I think that it's going to be very entertaining uh, for quite a while. First of all, I love the facilities. Yeah. They're yeah. wonderful. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and just being with you again after all these years. Oh, it's been great. It's amazing. You know, and, and, if and you're, if, I, I cannot believe that we can do this nowadays. And the fact that whatever force of nature brought us back together. Yeah. I just want to thank. Oh, me too, man. I, I think it's amazing. You know, it's... Uh, it's really funny. I've lived up here for a while. You've lived up here for a while. We both left Mobile. You left about a year before I did. Yeah. I knew you were in Kansas City, but uh, you know you know how I am. I've got my hands in seven or eight things, so I'm always busy. And uh, Glenn and I talked about you for a long time. And then uh, it was great when me and you reconnected and you, know, you started uh, doing segments on our morning show on the radio station. And then... Uh, you know, things have just fell into place. I mean, I think it's going to be great this year. Uh, you're going to be moving down here within the next uh, three or four weeks, and 
Uh, the podcast is going to be uh, continuous uh, five days a week. Yeah. And then uh, in the fall, we're going to be touring together as musicians and brothers, touring all over the planet together. And, you know, things are going to be great. I think it's awesome. You know, I think that uh, I really need to move down here in order for this to happen. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I was planning on staying in Kansas City, but after today, you know, I'm watching you. Yeah. I think you need me here. Oh, absolutely. We, well, you we, came down a couple of weeks ago, and we had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. And, I had a, that was in Cartridge, though. I mean, we yeah. spent most of the day in Cartridge. Yeah, but you... Cartridge. Yeah. Where's Cartridge, anyway? Uh, Carthage. What's a Cartridge? Carthage. It's uh, by Joplin. It's a Joplin? Uh, by Joplin, Missouri. What's a Joplin? Yeah, right? That's what I said. Okay. Uh, but, but being down here in Springfield and uh, being away from all my friends and family down in Mobile, Alabama. The things that, that really brightened me up, of course, I'm up here because of my son, uh, and then I've got a, a wonderful, wonderful girlfriend uh, that I'm just crazy about. And, uh, and if it wasn't for her uh, and my son, I'd be back down in Mobile or back on Dolphin Island or back in St. Thomas. But I plan on being here a while, and you're moving back down, so I think we're going to have a blast, man. By the way, why didn't you tell me that she was in New England? Fan. Oh, yeah, she's a huge New England fan. She's Why didn't you tell Boston. me? She's from Boston. Wow, well, you know, now I gotta pack up and leave <laughs> after what I said <laughs> no, in the I think she's gonna earlier. Give, she's gonna give you a pass uh, because obviously, uh, uh, you know what, she knows. We watched the Super Bowl together and she knows you like New England. She know it was just uh, a smoke and mirrors. You know, that's what the entertainment business is. But Well, I don't know. Uh, she doesn't look I, very happy with uh, me right now. She's completely happy with you. Well, can we do this again tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to putting out episode two tomorrow. Okay. And then on Monday, you will be going with me to uh, the radio station to do the morning show. Correct. And that's going to be great. We might even do an episode there, you know, on Monday. I think we could probably pull one off there. But let me think and about that. And we'll even that. have a guest, you know, that day. We'll have Katie on our podcast that day, and that'll be fun. Oh, well, I'd love to have Katie on our yeah. podcast, yeah. but I don't know if we can do a, a, our podcast from the station. Uh, Why, wow. we have the whole morning during the morning show. I know, but... We just do it in between segments, you know? I think it'll be fantastic. But it won't be real life. <laughs> it will be real life. The stuff that we do on here, we won't put it on the radio. Can I say the same things that I said uh, today on the radio? Except, no, you can't. No, because there's things on the radio. Well, we I don't be, think that you can. We have to be either. politically correct, and when we can't say, you know, fuck, we can't call somebody a douchebag. We can't, you know, we got we can't be ourselves. Uh, you know, we I've got to be Dave Michaels. You know, and, and so, I gotta be. I don't you gotta Mondo be Armando Vasquez and Duke Cannon and a few other things, <laughs> <laughs> which is it was hilarious. It's gonna be fun. It is. Well, we're uh, glad that everybody tuned in. Uh, we love you guys, and we really, really, now, if you're my friend and you've got this podcast, you know what? It takes you two or three minutes to put a link out and send it to your friends. I'd like to get as many people listening to it as possible. And this is a free podcast. It doesn't cost you anything. All it does, listen, put it on your phone, attach it to your car, and, you know, drive down the road and listen and uh, I think you'll just you smile on your face and you can forget about some of the day-to-day bullshit. Can I say one more thing before we go? Yeah, absolutely. Would you, would you do that thing again that you did earlier when you were like rubbing my... Uh, rubbing your what? Look, my leg. You know? <laughs> He's so full of shit, man. It kind of felt good. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. You put your fucking leg over close to mine <laughs> and I moved it. <laughs> would you do I'm going to tell your girlfriend when she gets here. Nah, I just want you to do that one. You, uh, okay, well that's... 
perfect proof that Isaac has had too much tequila no, and too much, even, uh, too much too much Corona. No, uh, yeah, I, I know. know how I have back problems. Do you really? Is and that what when it is? You, when you did that, uh, it made your back feel better. Felt, yeah, a lot better. Well, you know there is an Asian massage parlor right down the road. I wish you got together. You could go there. <laughs> you could go there. And, uh, Show me. Don't and tell they will me. rub the kink Show right me, out of your back. Will you? Will you go with me? I, I, I can't do that because I. Uh, I pay for it. Uh, it's not a matter of paying for oh, it. Oh, you don't. You have to pay. Uh, you it's do free? have to pay. No, it's not free. But I got a girlfriend, and you go to an Asian massage. How parlor. can a millionaire go f- to a place that you get a massage for free? Well, it's not for free. Oh, okay. but you know what? It's cheap. It's, it's cheap. It's eighty bucks for the hour, just like it is if you go to get a regular massage. So anyway, I know that because I read that somewhere in a magazine. I know what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> what are you having, an Asian massage? <laughs> no, no, Chinese food. <laughs> Chinese food, okay. <laughs> well, we may do that. We may just go get Chinese food. <laughs> all right, well, listen, uh, let's get out of here. And uh, again, all of our friends, when you get this link on Facebook, uh, it'll take you to the podcast. We want you to listen to it. And you know what? There's a, a, a place on the app that you download. Uh, that you can send us comments, and we can't wait to see your comments and hear what your thoughts are. Uh, anything you want to add there? Uh, 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 Liberty, it's uh, Chinese okay with you? <laughs> Chinese okay with you? Yeah, woo, woo, woo. So Chinese it is? Is that okay <laughs> with you? Right. Did you ask your lady if Chinese You know what, okay? I will. Okay. I, I will ask her. Because, I mean, buff, it seems to be bad crafts. Yeah. Uh, you know what, food. I could have made sushi tonight. I really could have, but mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, it is uh, time for us. I'm to, starving. To, uh, yeah, me, I'm starving too. It's time for us to uh, to come to an end of the podcast. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to Real Life with Roland and Isaac. Peace out.